With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. RFSportsRadio.com, MPFLFootball.net, Cutting Edge Entertainment. Welcome everyone to the RF Sports Radio Show. Sorry about the delay. Uh, seems like we do have rain in Texas. At least rain reaches our direction here. Had a lightning storm. Put us back about an hour, but well, we are here. We are live. We waited it out. Wait. And we're ready to go. Well, it looked like the storm knocked out our transmitter, man. Yeah, it looks like that. But luckily, <laughs> luckily, with the advances that we're making here in our partnership with Deep End Media, we actually have a producer for the show. Oh, uh, yeah. And he was able to kind of get everything back in line. So thanks to Lo for having us on today. An hour delay, but nonetheless, we're on the air. Of course, you know, my name is RF. I'm the host of the show along with my co-host, Royce Royce. Hey, Rodney, what's going on? Can you believe it rained? I can't believe it rained. Uh, but, again, we needed the rain, although we didn't need the lightning. No, I'll take the rain, though. We'll take the rain, although we didn't need the lightning. And in some areas, what I heard, it actually hailed in some areas, too, which is hard to believe with the amount of 100-degree days we've had this summer. And I think this is the first rain we've had, what, four months, five months? That You could be right. So I'm glad to see it. But anyway, I'm definitely glad to see it. We got a big show for you guys planned uh, tonight. This is our Wednesday night show. Uh, we're on on Wednesdays, also on Saturdays as well. Tonight, a lot to talk about. This is our midweek show that kind of gets you ready for the weekend, and a lot of big things are brewing right now. We're going to spend a little time talking about some of the the violence in sports and what you guys have been hearing, everything from the fights at the preseason football games between the 49ers and the Raiders. Also, the Giants and the Dodgers fights at that as well. And some college players, you know, taking a little extracurricular activities to the local clubs there in Baton Rouge. So we'll talk about that also. And we're going to get into a top ten list that Roy's picked together, as we mentioned on Saturday's show, about what NBA players need to be doing during the lockout. Because you had concerns about maybe them getting in too much trouble. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of jobs they can take, you know, in case the season drags out, the debt, uh, they get locked out for a while. So uh, hopefully we can have basketball this year. It won't drag out like the football season did. Yeah, so we got a top ten list for that. We're also getting to Peyton Manning, and the big story is, is he going to play? You know, that's a good question, right? Now. There's rumors floating around that he might not play. So we give you the latest on that. And, of course, a little something about Michael Vick, a survey that was done in the NFL over the last couple of days, we'll talk about that. So we got a power-packed hour worth of show for you guys, as we always do. And you you know that you can definitely participate. This is a sports talk from the fans' perspective, so give us a call, 214-699-1942. Get live on the air with us, 
so you can join the RF Sports Radio Show. Let's jump into a couple of hot topics, as we always do. Top stories. Let's start with this NFL story with Chris Johnson. Everyone knows him. A great running back, has some great years, and one of the best fantasy running backs to ever have on a team. But still some stuff going on in Tennessee. They met today, although they still have not gotten a deal together. And those are just kind of catching wind of the story, haven't been following it. I don't know you. I don't know how you can't follow it if you're an NFL fan. But he wants to be the top paid, not just running back, but player in the league. And Tennessee's already told him, we'll make you the top paid running back in the league, no problem. Just come on to camp, let's get this thing done. As soon as you report to camp, we'll get it done. Well, he's holding out because he wants to be the top paid player in the NFL. So when they met today, they said it was beneficial, was the word that the GM used, although no deal's been done as of yet. You know, Ryan, there's got to be something going on for this deal not to be done already. And, you know, they can't. I don't think they can make the season without Chris Johnson. But at the same time, I thought guys has to be uh, the highest played in that position. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's not a quarterback. You know, we know quarterbacks are the highest played players. But for him to ask for that, to, to be the highest played player, that's, that's kind of reaching, isn't it? It is. And I was looking at the numbers, and if you look at last season, he didn't rank – in the top three of any major individual rushing category, he ranked fourth in yards, sixth in rushes, tied for six with TDs but only 11, seventh with yards per game at 85.3, and 19th with only 4.3 yards per rush. So he wasn't in top form last year. He had some injuries, of course. Right. The team wasn't in top form last year either, I should add, with changing of the guard and head coach. Uh, sending Vince Young packing during the middle of the season. So the team had a lot of disarray, but he's not putting up number one running back numbers. Yeah, and that's, of course, he's not putting up great numbers. He's not number one in, in the, as running backs. But at the same time, you know, uh, these guys get paid a lot of money, man. I know, and for him to, to want that kind of money, that's really reaching. But at the same time, I can't fault a man for trying to do better for himself. No. You know, that's that's my business. If he can get it, well, that's all well and good. But I think he's kind of holding the team hostage. Yeah, I think so, too. And and like you said, you can't fault him for trying to get more money. Running backs' careers are shortened even more so now than any other time. And if you look at that offense, yeah, he is the offense. You know, right. you got Matt Hasselbeck going to be back there. They, they don't have anyone to really – throw the ball to Kenny Britt, which we're going to get into next, another Tennessee Titan, may be suspended for a few games, so he is their offense. So they got to get it back in camp. Interesting thought about him is if you look at his past three seasons, since being drafted 24th overall from East Carolina, he only ranks behind some big names when it comes to the first three years in, in the league. He only ranks behind Eric Dickerson, Earl Campbell, and Jamal Lewis for having the best first three seasons out of any running back. There's some there's some pretty good names there. And, you know, without a good running game, it, it's, it's going to be hard for them to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hasselbeck's going to have his hands full anyway. He doesn't have the same receivers he had in Seattle. Right. But at the same time, I mean, new coach, True. new system. True. And you, you definitely got to have a running back. You know, no team in the NBA, NFL is going to be successful this year without a good running back. So uh, I hope he comes back. Uh, I hope they work it out, and uh, it won't be the same if he's not there. 
And if you're comparing him to the running backs of the league right now, AP, Adrian Peterson, is going to make $10 million this season. And D'Angelo Williams just redid a contract that guaranteed him $21 million wow. uh, on a five-year deal. So he's trying to get paid. He's only due $1 million, a little over $1 million this year, based on the contract he signed of original deal for five years, only $12 million coming out of East Carolina. So he's due some money. I think so. Yeah, and he'll, he'll, he'll get it. They already said they're going to make him the highest played player. So he'll get it, and I hope they get this worked out and he gets in the training camp. Because the longer he stays off, I mean, the, the more it hurts the team. And I mentioned another Tennessee Titans in the news as well, too. Another top story is Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt made his name known uh, last season as being the offensive threat for the Tennessee Titans and got into a lot of trouble over the lockout and had a meeting with Roger Goodell today about some of his some of his extracurricular activities. That's a hot topic <laughs> with lockout players. Right. But this guy here had been arrested twice. Uh also had another warrant for his arrest in Tennessee. Yeah, you know, over the lockout. He had two arrests in New Jersey during the lockout, two arrest warrants in Tennessee for inaccurate information on his driver's license application. And this is only part of seven incidents he's had with police wow. since, being, since being in the league in 2009. And so when he met Goodell today, he, the only thing he said was, his quote was, the only thing he actually told me was he better not see my face in that office no more. Wow. So they, they're going to have some swift punishment for Kenny Britt. It's going to cripple their offense even more. But seven arrests since you've been in the league. Seven incidents with police since you've been in league. Yeah, that, that's more than normal. Usually the guys don't get that many chances. But at the same time, I understand there's going to be a lot more players going to go. <laughs> see, the principal, I call it like going to the principal's office. Got to go to the principal's office mm-hmm. because they did something wrong. But you know, at the same time, you don't have to go in, in the hiding in the off season. But, guys, come on, man. Some of this stuff you get into, some of the, yeah. the, the – it's, it's just ridiculous. You know, it's high school – you know, you're a grown man. You know, yeah. you, you're out making a living. You have a career. Of course, now people are going to test you. People are going to watch you. People are going to challenge you. You know, and just keep it cool, man. I mean, stay out of trouble. But I, my understanding is a lot more heads going to roll. The mm-hmm. commissioner proved last year that he wasn't going to put up with a lot of this yeah. stuff. And uh, uh, it's going to be a lot, of mo- lot more punishment. Yeah, it's going to be down. a lot more punishment going on. Some of his arrests, and get this, I had to mention this, but he was arrested April 12th in his hometown in New Jersey, charged with eluding an officer and hindering apprehension when police accused him of driving his Porsche 71 in a 50-mile-per-hour zone. What, he thought he was going to outrun the cops? I, I guess so. And then he was also charged, or had his charges reduced, after two plainclothes officers Smell marijuana and accused Britt of holding a rolled cigar, which we know what that is. Blunt. <laughs> and um, <laughs> at that time when they went up to him, they had to wrestle him to the floor, handcuff him. Wow. And they had to reduce the charge because they never could find his rolled uh, cigar. Let's put it like that. And the, the guys, in, and like you said, a lot of heads are going to roll. This was Principal's Day with Roger Goodell. Akib uh, Talib also met with him also by his infractions over the lockout as well. So they're taking a real disciplinary type of of, of approach early in the season. The season hasn't even started yet. 
you know, Rodney, it looks like disciplinary is a problem all across the board. We talking college, NBA, NFL. You know, it's a lot came out this year, you know, as far as uh, people, people acting up. I don't know if something in the air, something in the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it? I don't know. I mean, like you said, you said it on Saturday during that show that the out of time is like the devil's Work playground, right. you know. So I think that's a lot what's going on. And, again, we're going to hear more stories. We're going to see more stuff happening. We're going to provide you guys with a top ten list for the NBA players, keep them out of trouble, coming up later on in the show. But, again, it's a fan participation show, so join in. Give us a call, 214-699-1942. Log on to the website and join our chat room, which is open right now. So you're more than welcome to do that. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into our first big story, the violence in sports, and talk a little bit about some of these fights that are happening at these sporting events. You're tuned in to the RF Sports Radio Show, powered by Deep End Media. Blasting you with Cutting Edge Radio. This is Deep End Radio. www.deependmedia.net. Deep End Media is your home for DeSoto Eagles High School football. Friday, August 26th, the Eagles, ranked number three in the state of Texas among 5A teams by Dave Campbell's Texas Football, kick off the 2011 season by hosting the Leander Lions. Pre-game starts at 7.15. The kickoff is at 7.30. J.C. Kimmy, Rock Fisher, and Dwayne Gordon bring you all of the action. Listen live at DeepEndMedia.net. 2011 DeSoto Eagles High School football, live on Deep End Media. Have you ever listened to talk radio and thought, hey, I could do that? Well, here's your chance. Deep End Media can give you the airtime to host your own radio show, and the best part is you can choose the subject matter. Sports, politics, pop culture, music, or choose your own topic and create your own genre. Join the movement. Call 214-636-0558 or email deependmedia at yahoo.com. Deep End Media, cutting edge entertainment. Johnny Gaines, breaking down sports. I don't think so. I think, like I said, I think they've got plans on signing Michael Huff. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if contact has already been made. That name's not sexy enough. Well, Michael you're talking about Huff. a guy that was, okay, now wait a minute now. You're talking about a guy that was the sixth pick in the draft? Cutting Edge Talk on Cutting Edge Radio. This is the breakdown heard Wednesdays right here on Deep End Radio. Yo, what's up? This show, the Icebreaker Radio Network is joining forces with Deep End Radio. Coming at the tools and nights, we got next T-100 Cooper County favorite pretty Starting at 8 o'clock with the singles, gentlemen, Big Rick and Trey. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we got DJ Touch with his own show. Coming back every Thursday at 7 p.m., we got the Ice Breaker Radio Show with yours truly. Then at 9 o'clock, we got DJ Wildhouse with his own show. Keep it locked, you don't want to miss this. It's the Ice Breaker Radio and Deep End Radio Connection. Deep End Connection. Nobody covers minor professional sports like us. Media Network, deepinmedia.net.
And we are back live with you guys right here at DeepInMedia.net or RFSportsRadio.com. And as we talked about before, you heard some of the top stories in in the sports world. Now we're going to jump into some of our hot topics. And for that, to get a real opinion discussion going on, we need you guys to call in 214-699-1942 or log into our chat room by going to rfsportsradio.com and punching on the chat room there. Let's talk a little bit, Royce, about some of the violence in sports has been going on here as of late. Right, right now, I was just appalled. If anybody, if you watched any TV lately, or any news, or YouTube, you, know, you saw where they had to fight in San Francisco uh, in the Oakland game. And I tell you what, man, I, I was, it was shocking, you know. That's the big story is the fight between the Oakland Raiders fans and also the 49er fans at a preseason game. And it got really out of hand. Some guys were actually shot, hurt. So our well wishes and prayers go out to those families, of course. Of course. But it it speaks to a bigger problem that I want to get into. Let's start with this other story, uh, if we can. Let's start with that, the main story, the the 49ers and the Raiders. Yeah. I I was embarrassed as a fan to even see that. And, you know, uh, uh, you go to – a football game, you know, it's almost a family affair, you know, they, and they turn it into something else. You know, you almost can't take your children or your family. I wouldn't want my family around that. Yeah. And I don't know how it started, but I know it started in the stadium, man, and went outside. You know, this is not the first time we've seen violence like this. Or they've had it in San Francisco. My understanding was this happened several times before. Yeah. You know, but this was a big one because, you know, with the way things are now, you can record anything that happens. You know, I saw people out with their cell phones. You know, I saw stuff posted on YouTube. You know, I was really, really embarrassed to see uh, that going on, and and, and I was ashamed as a fan. Yeah, and, and and you hear about these stories. You've seen all the videos. If you guys haven't seen them, log on to our website, rfsportsradio.com. We've got some videos uh, from that incident posted, but... This thing got out of hand quick. Um, and, and like you said, it's happened once before. Right. So this is taken from the fans' perspective if we can. We're sitting in the stands trying to enjoy a game. A fight breaks out, you know, in the stands between two rival fans. You know, and, and my question is, where was the security? I've, I've The videos I've seen, right. I've seen security that show up late. Right. Or not positioned where they need to be for a game that you know could turn violent. And, and, you know, even when it went to the parking lot, uh, on one of the videos, you can hear one of the guys is taping and said, where are the cops? You know, and for it to t- go on that long with no security, I'm like, you, what was security? You know. That's that's my biggest question is, you have shootouts in the parking lot. you got right. massive amount of people right. fighting in parking lots in stands, visible from the field. You've also got people being left for dead in restrooms. Right. You know, what kind of environment is that to go to a game? I don't understand. Where yeah. was the security? If you knew this had the potential to get like that, you play this preseason game all the time. Right. All the time. These two matches between Bay Area teams all the time in preseason. I don't understand why they didn't have enough people there to maybe even calm this down or address this issue before we had something this major happen. And, and you know, Ronnie, you're absolutely right. 
And you used to go to the game just to enjoy it, but now these guys go out. And, you know, I, I don't know if it's alcohol-related, you know, and I've seen guys drunk at games, and I've seen fans get into it, mm-hmm. you know, talking noise, talking trash. And that's okay as long as it doesn't escalate the violence. But apparently this went too far. I don't know if these guys have been drinking. I know I've seen several people drunk at, at, at sporting events. And, and we might have to take the alcohol out of that, you know. And, and that's saying a lot because a lot of people like to drink. Some people do sure, drink responsible. Sure. But, you know, in Philadelphia, they have a jail of, <laughs> at the facility. So maybe this is what it's going to come to. We're going to start having jails. You know, in stadiums and locking folks up. But uh, I, I, the security had to be terrible that day, you know, because it escalated too far. You can't stop it, but at the same time, it, you know, we've got to do something to deter it. Yeah, and and, and the, they always say the bad apple always spoils the bunch. Right. Due to these fights and these incidents at these games, uh, they've even talked about canceling the preseason matchup between the 49ers and the Raiders. Right. So do you think that they should punish everyone? For some of these acts. No, I, but just you know, people involved. You know, uh, I, I've been to a lot of football games. I've been to a lot of sporting events, and you just don't see that. You know, and but it's not becoming an isolated incident. It's coming the norm now. True. You know, and True. this bad way to to do it is enough violence on the field, and not in brought it to the stands. But uh, you know, family, you you wouldn't even want to take your family to a game. You know. It's not a family affair anymore. And and talking about wearing your team jersey or another team jersey, you know, that's almost an invitation to be harassed, you know. But we're going to stop, fellas. It's, it's going to have to stop. It, 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 you know, I don't want to see any more incidents of this happening. Right. You know, people getting killed, like say our hearts do go out to the family, you know, and, and it, it was just terrible. I, I was really embarrassed. And luckily no one was killed, but several life-threatening injuries. Right. And, and these guys had to go to a hospital next to people that were injured in the Giants and Dodgers game right. not too long ago. Right. And it's the same element. It's this particular area. You've heard about the Golden State Warriors stories when teams go play there. I mean, if you if you know that element is going to be around, you've got to do something to protect the fan. I mean, if I was if I was living in that area, you know, nothing against those people that want to go and enjoy the game. Right. But I wouldn't take my family to an Oakland Raider game. No, no way. Or a 49 game, for that matter. Right, you know? no way. And that's what it's supposed to be about. When you go to a game, you have those times where you can take the family, take your son, whatever the case may be. But I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to a Raider game or a 49 game. And, you know, Rodney, this is not just limited to the stands. It's also happening on the field. I saw a couple of baseball games this year where teams have got into fights. Right. So how much is that influenced by the teams? The teams that riled up, they get people riled up, you know, it, it has to stop. And the, and the commission is going to start punishing these guys for fighting out on the field. Because if the fans see the, the players fighting, I mean, you know, what's to stop them from fighting? And the 49ers organization has already said any anyone that they see on those tapes or hear about that was fighting that are – Season ticket holders are, are going to ask to basically relinquish their season tickets for this season. Uh, I don't know how effective that's going to be, you know, because it's kind of hard to recognize someone from a tape or or hearsay for that matter. Uh, but again, guys, let's just go watch football. Let's yeah. enjoy it. And you know, a couple of years ago, I went to the uh, Holyfield Foreman fight up in New Jersey, and 
I, let me tell you, I saw more fights in the stands, <laughs> you know, better fights in the stands than I saw in the arena. Also, somebody let off a, a bomb. You know, it, it it really disrupted the fight. And I paid a lot of money for a ticket. I was really... That was a little longer than a yeah. few years ago. Well, that was a while back. That was the only fight. You know, the only fight I ever went to, you know, I had a chance to go. And I went to the fight, and, and it was it was so much violence in the stands that uh uh I you know it was hard for me to watch the fight. Yeah. I had to keep one eye on the fight and one eye on the guy next to me. One guy it was a fight going on behind me. I mean it was just so much going on. And and I, I couldn't enjoy myself. Yeah. You know, and, and and the same thing is happening in football. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and sticking with the football script, uh some college players are getting in on this violence action. I don't know if you guys have heard or seen the story on our website about the L S U Tigers and their starting quarterback, Jordan Jefferson, involved in an altercation at a bar close to campus. Uh, apparently, there were some injuries sustained by some people involved in the fight. None of the injuries were from the LSU players, but several eyewitnesses that were there saw some of the players who they have not named uh, as kicking people while they were down, jumping on people inside the bar, outside the bar. There's also video footage of this fight provided by the bar as well, which has not been released. But several players are being named in this as suspects, one being Jordan Jefferson, the starting quarterback, but also offensive lineman Chris Davenport, linebacker Josh Jones, receiver Jarvis Landry. Those are the people that have been questioned up until this point, and they even went to uh, Jordan Jefferson's apartment today to do a search, which they're not saying what they actually found, and also took a uh, swab of DNA as well, too, to, to, for some type of connection to his bar fight last week and find out what actually happened. But these are college players in a college town, and we know stuff like that happens. But, again, if you're the starting quarterback for the LSU Tigers, you can't be involved in this kind of stuff. Oh, no. And he was identified as one of the guys. They say they left with several bags. I don't know what they took. I'm like you. I don't know what the allegations were, but I don't. It can prove or disprove that he was involved. So they apparently they got something on him. And uh, again, guys, you you know you have a role to play. I understand nobody wants to be a role model, but at the same time, do it for yourself. You know your family. You know you go to college. You're on a scholarship. You have an opportunity to play football. You have an opportunity to play professional sports. I mean, you had to conduct yourself differently from what you did in high school. I know you grew up in rough neighborhoods. We all did, you know. But I, you know, at some time you have to leave that alone. You have to grow out of that, be a bigger man. You know what I mean? And think about the big picture. You know, are you hurting the other person, or are you hurting yourself? And I'm looking at uh, on Twitter here. We're getting some replies about this story where they're saying that on the actual video footage, it does not show the fight itself. Uh, but maybe the aftermath, and that's where the questions and stuff are coming in to find out what exactly happened, what's hearsay and what's not. The most serious victim in this fight had three broken vertebrae. Wow. Um, and that's a serious thing when you think about the injuries to to the spine. And luckily, uh, he's going to be able to make it through that, but that could escalate charges as well, too, especially for a quarterback, you know, high-profile quarterback, it could, it could be detrimental to not just his playing now, but even his aspirations of going to the NFL. So you think that now that they're going to have more security? 
Yeah, I think I think I think you know even even Coach Les Miles has said you know what we I want to get to the bottom of this, but since this has been happening. George Jefferson is still part of the game plan, still taking snaps, and I think that's rightfully so. You know, at this point, it's part of an investigation. No one's really been named as any or charged in any kind of way. So, with that said, everyone is innocent and proven guilty, mm-hmm. and it's not one of those things I want. I don't want to make this about singling out any college player from what happened because we don't know what happened at that at that particular time or that instance. Because we know how fans can be, especially SEC fans. Right. But I think Jordan just got to be more careful. The guy's a good guy. He's been. I've talked to this guy before, the Cotton Bowl. He's been on that show. Yeah. He's a good guy, and hopefully he'll come through this without too much damage. And you know, this not just limited to college players either. You know, I reported the other day that Kendrick Perkins was in a brawl. He went before the jail today. He pleaded no contest. But, uh, you know, this is just happening between pro players, uh, college players, and I've seen it in high school players. Guys, we, I, you know, in the words of Rodney King, can't we just get along? <laughs> I mean, can't you just go and enjoy a game, yeah. you know? And, 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 and so now I don't even want to go. I can enjoy it in my well, home, you know. That's a whole other issue. Yeah, it's a whole other <laughs> issue. I can sit at home, you know, <laughs> without any brawls. Except for the wife bothering me every now and then right. while I'm trying to watch the game. But I don't think I get up it turned to violent, you know. Yeah. But they, uh, we're going to stop it, man. It's going to end. And what you you mentioned we did catch up with him at the Cotton Bowl. We're going to play that interview for you, uh, us talking to Jordan Jefferson right after that big win against a and at the Cotton Bowl before we go to break. And this is uh, Jordan Jefferson, LSU Tigers starting quarterback. Surely, Jordan. Big game tonight, Jordan. What did you see out there in the defense? Did you able to throw a lot of touchdowns, rush for one? Did you see something? Did they expose something to you? Um, they they basically been doing the same thing that that they did on film. You know, we we had the plays to expose the defense, and you know, coach was being very consistent on calling those plays. How does it feel after the season that you guys have to have a big win like this, uh, put up a lot of points in front of a big crowd tonight? Um, it means a lot. Um. So we put up, you know, 40, 41 points. I mean, in a bowl game, and that's, that's kind of something, you know, very unusual. Yeah. There's a good team like Texas A&M, but, I mean, they came out, you know, and, and gave everything for us, you know, that first half. And, you know, we just had to make sure that we slow those guys down and, and continue on putting points on the board. Well, we definitely wish you a lot of luck, man. What's the next step for you? Uh, I mean, I got spring coming up. You know, I'm going to be a totally different quarterback in the spring. You know, I'm going to do way more work than what I did last year. You know, I'm, I got one more year. You know, I'm trying to make sure that I have a strong senior year, you know, to, to you know, expand my future. So, uh, you know, I'm just be a totally different guy next year. Well, good luck on everything. Good game tonight. I appreciate it. And he was a totally different guy. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> RF Sports Radio powered by Deep End Media. We'll be right back after this quick break. This is Deep End Radio. Cutting edge talk and music. Follow us on Twitter at Deep End Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.